Hello, folks. This is a bonus. This is Novin Hallback. I just want to make a couple of things clear before we get to this bonus. I haven't done many bonuses this season or beyond this earth because of situations that I will explain in this season finale that will be either on May 29th or uh, July, June 6th. Excuse me. <clears throat> I don't want to mess up my words here. Suffice it to say, I don't want to make too many announcements, but I did promise you I was going to do a bonus surrounding the two articles that Carl Denninger was going to discuss. I'm going to try and make this as simple as possible and the observations that I have learned through these two articles. He did one on Friday when we were doing the recording and I said I was going to do a special when he get to the second article that he wishes to today he wrote he wrote the second article as of this recording on sunday i'm making this recording for the bonus this is what he said on friday which i now have a little bit of time of going through it he says here on the article what if is the title Abortion, like so many other things in alleged public policy, is about so much more than the actual destructive act. What if the knowledge that if one, if a female gets pregnant or someone got pregnant who is a female, you now have at least gestation, childbirth, any child, whether you pull the same off for adoption or raise the kid to deal with, like it or not. Well, that deterred sets amongst young people not intending children. It did for Mr. Deniger. And, of course, for your host himself. And the millions of others who were teenagers when chemical birth control was not available to minors. And, of course, condoms will fail. What if the decrease in teen sets means that many fewer teen pregnancies in the first place? We'll get to that in a minute. What if that decrease means that fewer young women carry the psychological burden and knowing that they could have a child and didn't because they destroyed what was going to become their born child? What if that decrease materially improves on a societal basis the mental health of said women? What if the decrease in that sexual activity among teen boys, mind you, and young men means they are more capable to form or more able to be formed permanent bonds with women because they treat sex more closely to what completely unprotected sexual intercourse actually is both the greatest power and the greatest responsibility to human beings of different sets can express complete with an always present present risk of both good and bad outcomes. What if that improvement means that more children are ultimately born to two parent stable family homes and divorce falls? What if that improvement radically cuts child poverty, gang membership, and the dealing of drugs? What if that improvement means that fewer young men, especially young black men, both shoot other black men and get shot? I will get to this also. What if the improvement of said both economic and social outcomes among largest among all racial minorities in this country 
and all over the Western world, particularly African Americans. What if this all means that more men and women in said stable two-parent homes decide that one of them will raise the kids and the other will go to work to earn enough money to keep the family stable? He gets to this in the second article. What if that shift means the big, expensive blue areas become unattractive simply because it doesn't work in economic terms living in these particular places? Since that one parent is at home, raising the kids for at least three and a half hours. The, the way it will be raised is that, oh, they did this, this, that, and the other. They usually do. They don't always stay home, mind you. I'll get to all of the machinations on this, and I'll explain why on Mother's Day, certain things that um, Roald Tomasi states in order for men to see what type of woman would you bring into this, into that society that will allow them to become mothers? Let's continue, however. Now means that homeschooling becomes a much more reasonable and the blue hive, even the red area teachers unions find themselves even forced to stop teaching young six-year-olds about sex in any form or they find themselves with an empty classroom and walk out as their budgets are decimated by the loss of students. What if the reason companies are now popping up saying they will pay for travel to states wherever you can get an abortion if Roe is struck has absolutely nothing to do with respecting women at all and everything to do with treating women as farm animals. Deliberately grinding, hoarding them into abortion so they don't have to pay for maternity leave and lose employees who desire some or all of their energy is best spent on their baby instead of being slave slaves to the company. I'll get to that after I get to the second article. Is this all wide-eyed crazy? No. But none of it can be proved or is known. It is just one possible future, a possible future that has been foreclosed on purpose by the supposed social structure we have for 50 years, the gynocentric social order, as Rolo Tomasi has stated. Exactly how interconnected all of this really is in the terms of outcomes is not known because we have always had assumed abortion is a one-dimensional thing and that definition of those boundaries isn't even set forward by Roe. Oh no, that wasn't far enough, was it? It is not a one-dimensional thing. I know for a fact it isn't. I know it isn't because when Carl Denninger was a teenager and when I was a teenager after he was before a birth control was made available in the United States, and I was after, until went after that. I will explain. There was many times I said no to having sexual intercourse because I knew the only protection I had against her getting pregnant was a condom. And while the odds were where the odds were, they're not good enough standing alone. That's not to say he didn't have sexual intercourse. He did have sexual intercourse, but he had a lot less sexual intercourse 
than he would have otherwise. Many times he said no because of that risk. If it had been no risk, I would have said yes a lot more, and that is the truth. Today, any female or any girl who wants to commit, who wants to have chemical birth control can have it without her parents knowing that she can get it. Today, any girl who wants to have an abortion can get one. And in most states, her parents do not have to be informed or give consent. Today, the state of play is that I and everyone else, I, in my younger years in college, when we were all adults, were over 18, can go to the health center and get whatever it was, since it's nobody's business but ours, extends to 12-year-old kids. Yet the costs are the same are never theirs. They're all thrown off on their parents and society in generally by force. If you don't think that this changes how boys, not just girls, look at the rest of the rewards, you're dead wrong. And most certainly does. If there are 50 state laboratories in a few years, certainly within a decade, we will see if any of the possible good things he just mentioned or some bad ones come to pass. We have multiple different states with different sets of rules and different outcomes. The evidence will rapidly accumulate on who was right and who was wrong. He is sure that there will be some good and bad on both sides. They're playing on both now from what we have seen over the last 50 years, so why would one spread the same won't occur in this particular situation? Only one side of this debate, however, is scared of all of that happening, aren't they? And if you think it ends here, wait until you read what I think what is going on with the employees and what they're actually afraid of is not just for maternity leave. He mentioned a little bit in that article. Before I get to the next article, and I just want everybody to understand the main particular thing that he is talking about, about how we see ourselves. I made a mention some episodes ago about or I made a mention of it on Twitter with the new Twitter handle to one poster on Twitter. I made a mention that the reason why we're having these breast reduction surgeries or breast removal surgeries from a lot of teenage girls is by their mothers being agreeing to these rules and getting them on testosterone and all the rest of these things on the transitional phase, as it were, is not be, not necessarily because of they want to transition into becoming an FTM. That's not necessarily what this is, or they have a mental disorder and it's all spreading. That's not what this is. One of the reasons, one of the darker reasons they're doing it is to prevent sexual exploitation of their females by males, by young teen, fem by young teen males, was to prevent the sexual, sexual exploitation. Period in the discussion. It was a way to stop teen pregnancy. 
I'm not. I'm. I'm telling you this right now. That idea is faulty. They wanted to make them unattractive so that they won't get pregnant. That idea is false. I told people to go ask low ping about how FTM's this, this is going through. He's going to tell you some stark ass shit, but I'm telling you they're doing it on a false pretense. That pretense is false. Because there are other people on Twitter. They're saying from their own personal experience that they have friends they are connected to who are at that age that says that testosterone helps them calm down. And then on top of that, makes them even more sexually active than they were when they were not on the testosterone. They said they can't believe you go through this. This is amazing. I never felt so calm. This, 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 and this. The argument that it was to prevent sexual exploitation of their young female children is faulty. The, that explanation is a, is a lie. It's basically false. The other explanations, you can go through for a fine tooth comb and find different answers for different reasons. But if the reason was to prevent sexual, uh, sexual harassment uh, uh, by young men towards those young females who had those particular things happened to, uh, uh, had the surgery. No, it's a lie. The other thing I want to talk about before we get to the next issue, the next article is the one concerning African-Americans African-American females and a whole lot of it with abortion. You saw the videos out there. Do black children matter and all the rest of it when it came to those particular things. And a lot of people are starting to see there is great consternation when they are ask these questions in Planned Parenthood and other particular things of that nature. And it is not, they're not giving the right answers. Then we had another video that showed, I want to hear what a black woman had to say about abortion, all the rest of these things. And what did that white female liberal say? When she even wrote it on her song, my, bo my body, my choice, this, that, and the other. 
all the talking points that had to be talked about. One gigantic problem, and a lot of people, especially those connected to Mark Ames, Yasha Levine, the war nerd, and others, do not realize is that the same groups talk the same types of things, even if they disagree with the methods, have ultimately led their liberalism, the way they see liberalism, the way they see communism, the way they see all of it, and led them into the point where they are not viable in the future. They have not reconciled this. Even the dude who is against eugenics, eugenics Kuhn, who is fiercely against eugenics, has never reconciled this fact and may never reconcile it. The fundamental problem for eugenics coon is what Rollo Tomasi accurately has stated. The first aspect of eugenics comes from this particular act. It is her choice. Yes, ultimately. But what a choice she makes when she is not able to keep that particular child. I'm not talking about rape, incest, or other thing. That's something that's something outside of what we are trying to discuss. I'm trying to discuss on other particular things as well. The inability to respect themselves and to respect men, ultimately, it led into the culture of death that we're now seeing. And the culture of eugenics, that eugenics come fights about and may be accurate about in certain ways, and may even blame the right wing in a lot of ways that will give certain other people pause. But he absolutely knows he's not gonna win. He may say the right things on a lot of ba on a lot of basic levels about eugenics, how it's being used, how we see the world through that eugenics like setups, but he must re also realize that the same left wing, the same communism, the same Marxism had allowed this particular aspect to fester. And even though, ultimately, what people don't understand is all oh, the evangelicals, this, that, and the other, blah, 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 they weren't for it until 1978. Okay, but do you not understand that the majority of the major cities in the United States were all Catholic folk? 
were all Catholic major cities outside of Los Angeles and other places in the West, in the West Coast. They were all majorly Catholic cities. And as the Catholic power structure started to die off in the mid-1970s, the evangelicals started to use this particular concept as a way to gain power for 1976 and 1976, which they started somewhat to do, 1978, and then by 1980 when Reagan was there. But it is true they weren't there. But the Catholic power structure was dying by the mid-1970s. And whether people like it or they don't, and the unfortunate reality of how liberals use, this is what Yasha Levine ultimately talk, talks about in different ways, but how they use the African, how they use the civil rights movement as a as a as a bludgeon to destroy the Catholic power structure. And unfortunately, as well with the Vatican, with Vatican II, how they never went after communism ultimately, and then all those great setups started to destroy the situation where you have the evangelicals started to gain power in the mid-1970s and started to use the abortion issue by the late 1970s as it caused the air to gain what was the disparate culture? The disparate loss from the Catholic power structure that was no longer a main force in the major cities all across the, e the West, the East and the uh, Midwest. And the role and uh, and the rules a uh, 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 rust belt in particular. So all that you have to understand that history as well. Let's go to the second article. What if the choice ran the other way? This is from CNN. He quotes from CNN called Deniger. Private companies then should take a, make a choice. Do they want to invest in operating states where half of the world first cannot make their own choices whether they, if, when to have children? Choices from a pure business perspective fundamentally alters a company's ability to retain talent and make a cohesive, healthy staff. Or do they want to take steps to protect their employees and take their businesses to states where women are more freer? Or do firms, and this is Deniger saying, and let the marketplace of ideas work and where people like the author win on firms that leave, let the remaining ones, wherever competitive disadvantage or advantages as case may be, continue onward. What did you say? Advantages? Perhaps. Deniger continues. You see, the, it is illegal to discriminate on the basis of sex and employment. That's true. 
This is interpreted to mean that an employer may not take into account the materially higher cost, for example, of health insurance on a woman of childbearing age, nor that the employer may take into account that a woman who is young and doesn't have kids may want them and thus may take time off to have them of her choosing. Well, for real. Prior to Obamacare, when health insurance, in quotes, because it's not insurance, legally speaking, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, companies set premiums entirely on based on actual losses, women were always more expensive to cover than men. Whether it is because women complain more and go to the doctor where men don't, or whether it's actual health being more fragile, if you're female, I don't know, but I can tell you as someone who you who wrote that check as a CEO every month to those firms, women were always more expensive. That a woman may choose to have a child, of course, if she is of childbearing age is a very real risk. And FMLA makes it a legal obligation for most firms to provide for it and hold that job open at the employer's expense. Never mind if you don't promote a young woman at this, you will get sued and always lose, likely. But while in theory that law is such neutral, at the point of fact, it is not ever simply because of biology. Men can never gestate, no matter how much rearing idiots say otherwise, and irrespective of your pregnant man emoji, and every employer, and indeed every same person over the age of about three knows it. Indeed, given this is Mother's Day, let's shove in the face of the crazies and not every mother just stays. You can adopt and be a mother, for example, but every single mother is in fact a biological woman, no matter how many screws some people have loose upstairs. So let's get to the 50 state laboratories play out, shall we? I'm not sure if this how it resolves honestly. Without doing it, there is no way of knowing. Of course, the rearing side is always make sure that women are on balance and create a man, even though that is searching its sexes on its own end. And in any rational society, will get you hammered exactly as it would the opposite assertion, particularly when there is a fat law that makes that discrimination on that basis of sex. Illegal. After all, if discrimination is illegal and one must pay for the same wage, for the same work, then the person who shows up more often and does more work should make more money, irrespective of what happens between their legs or on the chest. If you actually attempt to implement that as an employer, you will be sued and lose, however. And the politicians always lie every year on cue. Women! Get paid less than men. Oh, really? Where are the businesses that hire specifically and only on merit and productive output and are bending their comparators over the table and having a screw fest on their expense, which would be trivial if this was true? If you think I wouldn't have instantly exploded on someone's slub stupidity in refusing to hire a superior workforce, I'm assure you that you are wrong. This was the reason, incidentally, that Denninger had always found such laws to be either stupid or worse intended to enforce mediocrity. So virtue singling firms don't get hammered. If diversity on whatever basis was a strength and a net positive, you'd be wild out crazy not to maximize it because someone else in your market would 
would. And that would be the end of your company, ultimately. Only by forcing others to do as you do, you can prevent others from uh, that from that prevent that from happening. Think about that for a minute because it's rather obvious. If you're capable of thinking, that is. We may about to get a real test of this theory. What happens if those firms that believe in the fields of this particular act of abortion on demand being in fact nothing other than nakedly oppressing women all flee Texas, in particular according to the article from CNN? What is left our, com what is left our competitors who don't believe in the fields? There are fewer women employees in such firms on a percentage basis simply because fewer present themselves to work as the rest have fled and a larger percentage of women in said state stay home and raise children. The women who present requesting employment have no interest in bearing or raising kids and are wildly successful employees. In addition, the men who present themselves for appointment are on balance more likely to have their household stuff, including children, being taken care of by a wife who loves and who loves them back, and thus higher percentage of their brain power being dedicated to their job. No discrimination takes place. This is all from natural economic forces and personal choice to live in such a state or not. What happens if that should occur? The Texas firms are more competitive and their costs are lower. Their employees are more productive and does hammer the fields patrol companies over the head, drive them into the dirt, and assault their corporate corpses. Do I expect this? I don't know what the outcome will be since it hasn't been legal to do something like this for so long. Nobody alive has ever any had any real experience with doing it. The very point of 56 laboratories is good ideas win and poor ones always lose, which can only happen if there is a diversity of ideas and a free capacity of people to implement them, whether the outcome is good or bad. The very experiment and allowing the market to determine who is right is what America was founded on, and that's a good thing, not a bad one. Likely is likely to answer the question on whether so-called diversity initiatives are in fact worth anything or whether they are, as some has asserted, deliberately destructive because if it weren't, weren't everyone would have undertaken them on their own on purely economic reasons. I say bring on the experiment and may the most competitive ideas and states win. Perhaps, just perhaps, what the rearing left fears, maybe because they already pretty sure what the outcome would be, is that the acarum die may well die. One of the reasons why the left wing all over the world is suffering and the leadership that have power in the left wing moderate left wing all the rest of it is doing the things that they're doing is because they know they have failed in the things that matter 
when it comes to leading the people in the right direction. I am going to end all of this and put it in a pretty bowl to give you some things to think about when it comes to all of this. And it's real simple. Are you really with especially young men, especially young black men in particular, are you really with the woman that you really want to be with? Are you really seriously, especially on Mother's Day, are you really with the person that will say that will really die for you if you in trouble, will get you out in trouble and all the rest of these things? Because I'm here to tell you some very sad things that I, that people really got to understand, really got to really think about the, you really got to think about these things, okay? Roll Tomasi stated the following, that genuine desire cannot be negotiated. He also stated that sex is the glue that holds relationships together. One of the glues, maybe one of the major glues, of holding relationships together. I mentioned this in the episode last, this week, that the reason why January 6th happened and the way it happened is because the relationships in America are not stable, are not fruitful. A lot of them were divorcees or, has set, or were part of step families and all the rest of these things. There is an issue concerning with we're seeing what happened with Amber Heard, with um, Jada Pickett Smith, with Kim Kardashian. We're having the uh, one a very very dark thing that I have also seen is that the step, well, let's just say the boyfriend of Mrs. Kardashian, is writing the names of the children of another man's of another man's children on his neck. That should scare a lot of people. And if it's not scaring you, I don't know where you are as human beings. All the people, all the pro-choice people are all over banging on the doors of the Supreme Court, justices' houses. And nobody wants to ask the thing. And nobody is saying, and the White House is going like, oh, it's no problem that this or any other. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to ask you very simple questions, especially young men, especially young black men. Do Is the person that you're with, that person that you're with, especially if you are a young man of tw between 20 and 28, is the person that you with you're going to stay with for the rest of your life does she want your child does she really want your child does she want your last name does she want all these things does she really want to be a mother after everything is all this and all that does she give you the right of way does she all this all all the rest of it here's the thing that i'm 
beginning to be, you have to begin to understand. I'm going to say it in the future in other places, but I'm going, but I stated here, I stated it in the specials that I stated it before, but I'm going to be a little bit more explicit because it has to be said. I don't think my generation, the millennial generation, a lot of them, although there have been some exceptions, and I don't believe that a lot of the Zoomer generation, a lot of the females in both of our generations were ever ready to become mothers. I do not, I do not believe so. I think in certain, and I don't believe, I have an observation and Den no, not Deniger, um, Tomasi and others has stated this in certain ways that this generation, or the, the millennial generation and the Zoomers are more built like prostitutes than they are ready to become girlfriends, wives, and mothers. The fundamental problem with that argument, in my opinion, is that you have to be the best damn prostitute every single day. For that to be the case, they don't even succeed. A lot of they don't even succeed in that. A lot of you men have been sexually cut. And I do mean sexually cut in the way a woman wants to see you sexually cut. Not the way a man handles his business and is able to control his nature. You are nutting. For no benefit, not even for relaxation, not even to the point where multiple times you can do that because you have the strength within inside of you to do that and not feel any sort of, oh, I'm losing this, I'm losing my energy, I'm losing my concentration. You can't even do that in this society. to show how demoralized men have become. The sad reality is Blair White and her kind of transgender care about men more 
than the women out here in both of our generations ever cared about men who are not their fathers or not even their brothers. Those type of transgender have to care because they have no choice. If they don't, they are going to go back. They're going to go hungry. They're going to be homeless out there in the street. And a lot of them are. They have to care. The African-American community is in a disarray and is in deficit. Do you know why? A lot of the women said they're tired, they're tired, they're tired, but they micromanage everything for their boyfriends or their husbands. Nobody asked them to micromanage their lives. Nobody did. Why are they doing it? Their mothers micromanage their sons and all the rest of it. We have been in deficit because we have never seen anything feminine coming from African-American women. And the rare times, and the rare women that do have those type of femininity, they are just closed out from everything. Great example, Ember Moon. You know her as Athena. You knew her as Ember Moon in the WWE when she said, oh, this, 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 and this. We have to look like Mandy Rose. I'm not gonna be like them other girls in the Instagram. They shut her out. Not everybody's gonna be Mandy Rose, but she's 20 something, 26. But she said she don't want to act like that. But you can't even get her on the goddamn TV. Because everybody going like, well, maybe Nicole J. Cardo's there. Then she got the smoke shows. Then she got the bitch. She got the batting section. Atlanta is anti-everything. You can't give her a chance? Women do not have, and this is connected to something I'm going to say to other places, they do not have their own champion to say, this is wrong, this is right, this is wrong. They have been led by women who have come up as they're trying to destroy them so they can continue to be the biggest type of women out there. And this is the and this is how I see it. They see 50-year-old Jay, uh, 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 um, Jennifer Lopez, they see 46 year old, all of this. They see, um, these older women, um, 30, 31, 32 years old, losing weight. Like, uh, 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 um, not Dakota Fanning, um, another woman there and, um, Adele losing weight 10 years at 
10 years later when they should have lost with it 21 22. Let me make this clear. A lot of these women don't give a fuck about us. They don't. They rather be with the dude they rather be with. And we as a society, if we are not going to give men back any sort of power in this society, we must be ready to come to terms with the fact that if they want to be with Kate, with um, West M. Caleb, or NBA Youngboy, as, so, uh, as one particular video I saw of a black woman said, you can be in my box, you can do this on my box, this, that, and the other. Or they want to be with one of these, this, that, and the other. We need to let them go and let them be. Understand? Yes is their choice. And do you know what they bring out from that choice? They want to have the baby of West M. Caleb. They say they have a part of him, but not a part of you. If she wanted a part of you, she would have your kid, no questions. She will take the risk and said, this is the dude I want to be with. They're not willing to take that risk because you are not the man to take the risk with. They always want West M. Caleb and other particular men. I say, let him. He's no sweat off my back. But have you looked at their Instagram accounts of these particular women? Have you ever seen their mothers on Mother's Day giving them gifts on Mother's Day? Some of them do, a lot of them don't. A lot of them do, some of them don't. What about their fathers? A lot of them do, some of them do, a lot of them don't. Who has your back? And if no woman has your back, how are you going to live beyond that? You're not going to do a good thing if you're going to continue to worship women when they don't even want to have your own children. If you see women as human beings, you have got to let them make the mistakes in life. And if they are willing to destroy, even if you never hurt them, you never touch them, you always treated them with respect, all of that, all the rest of it, you never treated them with respect, and they still won't have your kid, and they still won't, not forget the name, they won't even have your kid, and all the rest of it, and said so they're still wishy-washy on it, even after all of that, and then you wait 18 years, they have your kid and all the rest of it, and they break up with you after all that.
You got to find something, especially you young black men, that is stronger than what women can throw and dish at you. But you have to be out there, date a lot of them, what have you. But you have to be strong, find something stronger than that. This is one of the reasons I have stated the following. Porn was never the problem. It was always prostitution. The video game industry have been destroyed because it was taken out, especially a lot of these games like Dead or Alive and others have been taken out because they were diverting attention from what women want, which was attention, especially millennial and Gen Z women. The reason why Japanese women, Japanese models, um, Japanese wrestlers are dismissed and all the rest of it is because they would take attention away from an inauthentic worldview that Western women have accepted of all races in the Western Hemisphere. First and second world. Yeah. Living death? Aren't we now in a place where we're living to die? You men need to get in your... Don't have our generation's women and Gen Z's generation of women, both in the older and the mid-love bedside, they're reaching 18, 20, 21, and the oldest millennials are reaching 39 and 40, okay? It's simple. They're adults now. They have to take responsibilities. We're not denying them votes. We're not denying them work. They can work anywhere they want to. They can work for whoever they wish to. They're human beings. They're not just this, this, and this. I know the Twitter people do. I know the Twitter people act the fool and say all types of things out there. I get it. Anger. Sometimes justifiable doing with relationships, but no one's stopping women from becoming wrestlers. No one's stopping them from becoming supermodels. No one's stopping them from working in the DMV or any other job they wish. They can work construction. They can work there. What have you? Nothing is stopping them. Nothing stopping them. The concern has always been what type of relationship both Men and women have these days that is conductive of having a successful society. We're now going through children having mental, mental issues. I saw it on 60 Minutes. Nine-year-old kid going through a divorce for the COVID thing, going through the COVID uh, pandemic. And the rest of it. And all these mental issues going out now. I warn people over in several places that 
as this particular law starts to get repealed and the activation on the 26 states at start violence is starting to begin to begin in earnest on the pro-choice side or those that are in in the extreme pro-choice side bombing in wisconsin we're seeing young teenage girls car lifting shoplifting much worse than it has ever been Same Black Lives Matter all day. It's all in the Washington Post. No one has to be coming through here and saying this is not what's happening. It's happening. But there comes a certain point in time in saying that who gives up, who loves you, who respects you. They have given everything to women, all everything, whole kid and caboodle. But for the last 30 years, it has been apparent that this has to be maim and shame and demoralize men for the promotion of women's success. That's wrong. And it is going to have to change if this society is going to move forward, especially after this pandemic, this world event crisis ends. Now they can change all the day, but I, like I said, they say it is their body, their choice. Yes. It is their body, their choice. They commit a, they do that to a child. It is a man's decision to walk away because it's also his seed. A part of him is inside her. Y'all have to realize all of this no one is stopping women from doing what they want they want to do. No one will try and push them into any other direction into what they into all these other things. But there has got to be boundaries for men in these relationships. And the the, and the unfortunate thing is we worship women to our own peril. Societies that continue to do that, civilizations that can do it to do that, subsets of 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 ethnic groups that continue to worship women over men. Even if it was to correct mistakes that were made years and years in the past so it could never happen again it was the wrong way to go about it no one's stopping them from having female only television shows female only networks 
no one stopping them from all these other things. No one stopping them. But in the end of the analysis, who did she choose to bring a child into this world? Some say they're not even ready. How long before one person is ready? I had my first child at 53. Okay. Why did it take you 30 something years to have your first kid? Because I wasn't ready. Why weren't you ready? If someone has to wait until they're 53 to have their child, so could that mean that there was nobody good enough around her to even consider having a family with until she was 53? Well, I have to be stable with myself to do this, all these other things. You got... You men have to have just one moment of introspection and say to yourself, we don't accept the concept that we could die any fucking moment. Huh? If we do the wrong things, we are going to get hurt and we're going to die. We're going to die. We need to have the intercession to mo of the, they say we can't wait that long. We can't have continue to live in the society that we wait too long to do anything right. And that's and that and do you know why? What 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 it is? We live in societies in the past where single women who didn't have children, they were the only ones allowed to be teachers. Married women could not be teachers. Men could be teachers, married or single. Some women back in the past could have jobs. The fundamental, did have jobs. We have women out there, the great divas of singing and all the rest of it. They had children, their most important job. That's they all say, especially Aretha Franklin said the greatest job of her life was being a mother. And yet in our society, in this society that has now begun to do the things that Eugenius Kuhn on the left and Anon on the right or a near Aaron McIntyre on the right who reposted this I say they're now killing off the poor because they are useless eaters and they are wasting our breaths especially in Canada they're doing euthanasia because we got no space to put them and we got no space to do anything with them they didn't do drugs today let them just die. Eugenics is on the table. 
We now live in that type of society that even thinks of that. But what is it about this society that has us so scared of facing it and facing the reality? They have a choice. It is their choice. But Roel Tomasi said it. It wasn't your her body. Your body is not her. You're not. It's not her plaything. Basically, what he's breathing was said. You just got luck. It was just your turn. You understand that concept. So it is her body. But if she makes the choice, especially when you never did anything wrong towards her, didn't cheat on her, and all the rest of it, to eliminate. A Foltis without your knowledge, even with your knowledge, after the fact or during the fact? Can you really trust that person long term? Anything that takes away from the attention of women today has to be destroyed. So I say this. I know it's wrong. I know taking a life is always wrong. I also know she made the choice. The problem is you weren't that choice. If you were the choice, you would be a father. You weren't that choice. You need to get over yourself and you need to move into something higher than what women can even give you and not worry about what they say towards you or what the society, this general, this general, general credit society says to you. That's the only way we are going to get through this. The politics will be what the politics will be. And they can make any choice that she wish, but especially for you men, did she make the choice for you? She didn't choose you. She will choose somebody else. And if that's somebody else, then you got to let her go. There is no reason in this planet for a woman. I mean, for a man to stay with a woman. Especially if that man had never harmed her, touched her, emotionally gaslighted her, and all the rest of these things. To stay with a woman who aborted his own child. There is no reason for that man to stay. None. Even planned or unplanned, no reason for him to stay. 
let women make their choices. They will always choose the man they want to choose. If it's not you, you got to move on. You have no choice. That's all that needs to be said about this particular issue. Next week, an all new episode of Beyond This Earth. And in two weeks, we will talk about the 22nd century and where we're headed or not headed. This is Nova Hallback. We'll see you guys next week.